This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello to everyone who has tuned into this. This is a brand new um, series that we'll be doing on the Hull and Back podcast. So to start off, I want to say a massive thank you to all the guys from the channel who have allowed us to use this platform to spread awareness about the Hair Game 2 campaign. So today we have a special guest who's willing to basically come on and talk about her experiences what she likes about football and how she got into it so this is Abby so Abby thank you so much for, for joining me basically on this first episode thanks for having me it's uh, gonna be different not done anything like this before so <laughs> um yeah looking forward to doing it oh I'm sure you'll be fine honestly I think that I'm just as nervous as what you are <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so for those of you who are kind of tuning in and you're not familiar with the Hair Game Team campaign, so we basically are aiming to eradicate sexism in all areas of football and we want to champion the women in all the areas too. So say, for instance, uh, the females who play football, who support it, who maybe do physio or anything like that, just to kind of make them feel safe and included within the sport. We've also branched out from football to rugby and cricket as well and hopefully in the future we'll be going down different revenues as well and um, so we do have hundreds of partnerships already completed including um like plenty from grassroots all the way up to premier league we've managed to successfully get 67 out of 92 clubs as well on board so hopefully this time even next season we'll be saying like we've either completed it that would that would be such an amazing like aim to achieve or we'll be somewhat around like nearly completion of all 92 clubs so Abby what's kind of your you know like what's your position within football like are you a fan do you play it yourself or um <clears throat> sorry so I'm obviously a whole city fan <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not uh, the very sporty type but um yeah I've pretty much liked football as long as I can remember um my I'm a whole supporter that lives in Worcester of all places but um, we originate from the sort of Hull Beverly area on my dad's side so um I kind of just grew up in in like a footballing family with my dad my two older brothers um my dad my oldest brother both City fans and um I think I must have gone to my first game with them when I was about 10 11 years old 
Um, yeah. Just because my dad thought it would be more appropriate if I was in high school, I think. Um, mm. And like such a little, little child, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just because it's quite overwhelming, especially, you know, for females. Um, and yeah, it was just my dad and my brother that used to go with me. Um, I think my first game was Coventry away at the old Rico Arena. Um, yeah. I don't really remember anything about it, the score or anything, but I remember really enjoying it and wanting a shirt straight away after I watched the games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's really what got me into it. And um, now I just, I love watching it like, live or even on TV. As soon yeah. as that's on the Sky Sports, I'm like, oh, let's go watch City on Sky just because I can't really access it at home. Yeah, um, yeah. From where I do, it's about three and a half hours away. Um, yeah. So I usually just go to away games, you know, like the close ones like West Brom and stuff. And yeah, uh, still Cardiff, that sort of, that sort of lot. But I think I've travelled quite far as well for City games with my brother. Um, I think the furthest we've been is Preston North End. Um, so that's obviously quite far, yeah, but quite far from you, isn't it? Game. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's sort of just a family thing. Grew up with it, and I've enjoyed it ever since. And I'm probably the only one in my friendship group of the girls that actually likes it more. So I'm yeah, no, I can completely relate to that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I'm so glad I've got my brother, and my dad, and my partner. He's not a whole fan, but I bring him to games anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> he's a Stoke City fan. <laughs> We'd have to talk about that. <laughs> No, um, no. Again, he, he just sits there and he sort of joins in, but not much. But um, <laughs> it does make things interesting when we play Stoke Clover. Yeah, so that's that's about it, really. Yeah, I can completely relate to what you mean by like you wish that you could go watch your club, but you're just too far away. Like, um, I am a whole city member. Like, I pay for my membership. I take my little girl with me to games because we like to just watch live football, really. And like you, I used to go watch City with my dad and my brother when I was younger. But as I kind of got to like high school, that kind of, it just kind of stopped. I kind of lost a bit of interest, really. And then as I kind of left school, I got back into football. So I'm actually a, a, a Tottenham Hotspur fan. But obviously Spurs is, like you said, like three hours away. It's, it's the not cost, of, like the price of it to even get down south is so much money, as it probably will be for you to come up. So... Yeah, I kind of just do the same really as what you do, like just watch them from the telly or do you like communicate them with City fans online and things like that? Yeah, so I've actually made a few friends just through, I'm I'm in like the whole City Supporters Club on Facebook. It's just like yeah. a group on Facebook. Is it the, like, there's the forum as well, isn't there on Facebook, the I whole City Forum? I can't remember the exact name of it, but I think that might be the one that's most active, let's call it. Um, yeah. And I've met a few friends through there, um, boys mostly yeah um, around my age um there's yeah. uncle jack and he he literally lives in a hole like he goes to every game i'm sure he's got a <laughs> to this. And yeah he'll probably be really pleased that i just shouted him out but <laughs> <laughs> yeah by all means if there's anyone that you want to give a shout out to if they're listening go for it just say whatever you want on here <laughs> that one of my best friends now i'd say um we only really see each other at away games, but we talk yeah. quite a lot of socials and stuff, like when we was messaging about games and stuff and asking, oh, are you going to this game? Oh, I'll be there kind of thing. So yeah. it's nice to have somebody that I can talk to that isn't from the area. And I can know, like, if I go up there, you know, for a weekend or even just overnight one day just to watch the game, yeah. I've got somebody there who will be welcoming and friendly and talk to me and go to the game with me. So it is nice to have that it. Sort of support. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if you ever wanted to go to a game, I, as I say, I have the membership myself, so I'm more than happy to meet up with you like before it and stuff. You don't have to be nervous or anything. 
I think as well it's kind of it's comforting as well isn't it when you have like a familiar face or someone with you especially yeah. like you say as a woman it's not it's not the easiest attending matches especially if you're not familiar with the ground or or anything like that it can be quite daunting especially because it's quite a a male dominated sport isn't it definitely definitely yeah mm. um pretty much I would say like what 80 to 90 percent is men <laughs> so yeah like, there's like, definitely a lot more than women I'm not yeah. sure exactly what I'm wrong, but you look in most places it is just even like away games I've been to there's the odd like women in the supporters but or you know teenager female teenager but um yeah most of them with their partners or their families um I mean they all wear whole city shirts I'm assuming they're fans themselves but you never know do you they could just be there because that's it like just to support their partners or their kids or something but yeah it is yeah it is like it is quite strange going somewhere where it's mostly men I think <laughs> it's quite intimidating yeah. at times and not saying like like they're scary but the whole situation is just because yeah it it's unusual um especially when you're surrounded by females where you are normally like at my workplace is mostly female so yeah um it's quite it's quite interesting just how the different side of things really and most of the people all right I've noticed they're usually quite yeah yeah get you involved but there's the odd couple who are a bit like unsure of why you're there I think yeah Um, no I do I understand what you mean completely like I say I take my little girl and even like we sit in the south stand so we that's more of like the family dominated area so thankfully like we've never been when we've gone to games we've not been subjected to any form of abuse and we've never really had any funny looks um but obviously that's not to say that that hasn't happened you know to other people or, or anything but I bet it was kind of like a bit of a relief for you then knowing that Hull City partnered with Hair Game 2 last year and we are actually working with the club to try and you know put a stop to any any females who do feel uncomfortable at the ground or, or anything like that and we we will be kind of touching base with them again I'm pretty sure and um, before the end of this season just to kind of see where we're at really and um, I know that we've got a new ambassador uh, we've got Jeff and we've also got someone who does it alongside him called Amy so obviously if you ever come to a game or or even away games I know Amy goes to pretty much every single away game and um, by all means like you can always reach out to her she's more than happy probably to meet up with you as well so that way you feel a bit more comfortable so yeah we do have yeah, so we do have like a, a nice little team in place. And Bobby, she's still she's still with us. She um I'm not sure if you're familiar with Bobby. She was the original ambassador um for Hull City. Uh she does go to some games. She's quite a busy person, bless her. But when she can go, she does go and she's really friendly. If ever you wanted to like meet up with her as well, I'm sorry she wouldn't mind. But yeah, we do kind of have some things in place as well for if ever you are coming back to the MKM. I nearly said KC then, but obviously, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't, can't call it that now. <laughs> yeah, just a habit. I think it's just like I would go to more. I think I would go to more like games on my own, but it is the fact like I don't know. Are, it's quite <laughs> daunting, isn't it? Like the thought of it. Yeah, I don't know, especially in a place like if I've not been before. Like it's alright if yeah. I'm in somewhere I know, like Bristol. I, I have family. I used to have family down in Bristol and my partner's mm. family so I know the place quite well and there's people that I can reach out to if I did need somebody for yeah. whatever reason but if I went to like a London game or somewhere up north where I've got nobody that I know I think I would yeah. struggle so it is really nice to know that there's people out there that would happily like meet up with me for the game or something. oh yeah absolutely that's what and we're here like, for you know we want people to feel safe 
yeah, yeah. no I can I completely understand where you're coming from because <laughs> I feel like I'm just relying on my brother otherwise a lot of the time and he's busy and he's, he's moved um to he's moved to Newport now so like oh he's wow away from me so yeah. I don't think he's going to as many games on this side of the country yeah um, as he used to so well I'm not sure but I think he's gonna struggle I think to go to more games now but it is what it yeah. is so um, knowing that I can, yeah, I can meet somebody will make me feel a lot better. I think about going somewhere on my own. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like where I sit with Faith, my daughter, we um, there's we sit quite near the stairs. There's like two seats that are taken by two other members, and then there's us two, and then there's like three spare seats, which are pretty much always empty. I, I know that they're taken for this game that we've got coming up against Rotherham, um, but usually they're quite empty. So by all means, like if ever you do want to come to a home game, like you could always reach out to me. You've got my number, just text me and we'll be there anyway. Or even if she can't make it, you know, you can always still come along or whatever. I'm happy to meet up with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Would you say then that you've kind of, obviously barring like the distance and stuff, have you ever even just supporting online or anything like that? Have you ever been subjected to any form of, um, sexism or just any abuse in general or I think it's more like I've seen I mean maybe not so personally but I have seen like in general like people um, making comments like that women don't know things about football that men do or like yeah. we should comment on stuff that they do because we don't understand it as much as them even though we obviously do and like yeah. the whole offside rule thing is one of the main things I've noticed as well but I'm sure there's plenty of guys out there who don't know the offside rule themselves <laughs> so yeah so that's kind of the, one of the main things that like gets me more is like mm. how like we're literally the same like what we're all human aren't we so we all can learn things and understand things like yeah sex is smarter than the other so why why shouldn't we understand things that they do especially with things that we play as well but obviously women's football is quite behind men's football but that's because they started later but it doesn't mean that they don't understand how it works and things like that maybe they're not educated in the fact it's wrong yeah and like maybe they've just not been told that or you know been brought up to think it's wrong and that's not necessarily their fault so yeah but at the same time if we can prevent it happening um or like just aware make people aware that it isn't always you know suitable or yeah yeah responsible then that's the main thing I guess is to sort of prevent it happening and then it'll be easier for everyone in a way so yeah definitely I'm sure this happens literally there'll be something like this for every club weren't they I think this is just kind of something that comes with unfortunately one thing that we've noticed when you are a female you are subjected to quite a lot and it's not just um abuse a lot of the time it is like derogatory comments and and things like that yeah I've noticed like recently on Twitter it's quite bad for it and and like Facebook and stuff like specifically regarding the actual female like you know footballers like for especially the the England national team the Lionesses yeah Um, there's a lot of comments about them um especially when they're like in their you know kits and stuff if you know what I'm getting at Mm. and I just think that is so like disrespectful to them yeah of Um, course because they're there to play football are they they're not there to have yeah they're not there to have their body comedy on or or anything like that they're there because they enjoy the spot and yeah yeah, I think you're right in what you're saying I think that would if I was in that position I think I wouldn't like that um not saying that a lot of 
I'm sure they know how to handle it themselves and they just ignore it but we shouldn't have to at the end of the day we shouldn't have to feel like the men or whoever not just men I guess but people are there just to watch us because they like the their the bodies and stuff rather than the yeah. actual talent because these women are talented whether people like to believe it or not um yeah. so that's another thing as well the the whole lionesses situation people look like I've seen people shaming it on Twitter saying oh women's football's this that and the other and it's just it's not like have, they obviously haven't watched it enough to appreciate it yeah and they they're obviously comparing it to men's football and you can't really compare the two because they're so different the whole teams are different the way we play is different that's stuff. it yeah so. one thing that I really liked personally was um when it was International Women's Day earlier this month, her game two had teamed up with, I think it was just over 40 clubs, um, including Premier League ones as well. It, it was a massive, like it was such a huge hit. And they did like um, dedicated game fixtures. And that was both like whether there was double headers or just to kind of just share the awareness really surrounding the campaign and the support for the campaign. And a lot of the team would kind of wear like... Um, the, the logo on like their training tops and things like that and we managed to really get like a lot of females on board from doing that and just spreading that kind of awareness was fantastic we you know some clubs um I can't think of them off the top of my head but I can always like add it in a little bit later some clubs that give away free tickets to female fans and we would go to the games and we'd speak to like first time fans who had just gone like some women it was their first game and it was a huge success like they some of them have even like got memberships and things or they're talking about getting new season tickets or just attending more and stuff and that's that's exactly what we want like we want people to feel comfortable and if they know that there is that kind of support out there for them and that they're not alone in wanting to go you know that's what we want and it's stuff like this like like um the hull and back allowing us to use this platform to spread word and obviously people like yourself who are coming on and sharing your experiences and stuff like if even one person like female of any age tunes in listens or for instance a bloke and he he's got like a daughter or a niece or his missus or or whatever just anyone if they can encourage another female to come just from listening to this that's that's what we want isn't it you know we just want people to feel comfortable and obviously more females that attend the games the better really because like we say obviously this this is a game for everyone this isn't one thing that a lot of people tend to forget when it comes to the campaign is they think it's kind of like a her game instead of just her game too they think that we want to kind of take over and all the rest of it and it's that's not what we want we don't want it to be just for females you know we want females to be included and to be as respected as what the males are and stuff yeah. I do find like as well going to matches um I have to be careful where I sit I find I usually just sit at the front by the goal because yeah. especially the away games because you know I just like be able to see better I haven't got really sight sight so it helps for that but I just the atmosphere for me is better down at the front there's more families and children there's less yeah people, let's call them um and I think I have sat at the back before with my brother and my dad and it can get quite out of hand with like uh shouting and jumping about and stuff and sometimes I've been a yeah. bit like in case you knock me over or something or end up accidentally oh, yeah. and I just feel a bit like fragile like I'm not the really I'm not like really petite or anything but I'm only five foot three so 
I'm yeah, quite you feel quite vulnerable, don't you? Um, and obviously, a lot of them are quite like muscular or like really tall and broad, and it's just a bit like, oh, I feel really like everyone's so much taller than me, and it it just makes me feel a bit uncomfortable sometimes there as well. So I try yeah. and get in the front if I can, where it's a bit more chill and people are sitting down and there's yeah. children, so people more my height. Um, yeah. and there was another thing when I went to the Birmingham City game away this season. Um, there were some of those smoke bombs thrown as well and mm. I just wish people wouldn't do that I could get there excited and stuff but I just feel like it can be quite triggering I can't it as well yeah so I was sat next to a dad and this little boy he must have only been like seven or eight my little boy's age as well Um, and I would have not liked it if it came near him um, no. and it just stank and it made my eyes burn and I was they didn't realize it can actually be dangerous or hit somebody on the head or something I know they're not very heavy probably I don't know what they feel like or anything but it's just it's just it makes other people uncomfortable and yeah. they don't realize that either and it can put people off coming to games and I still talk about it now like it made my partner's clothes stink for days on end after and it's mm. just I just don't think it's necessary for them to do that. There's other I think a lot of clubs are touching down on it now, aren't they? Like, kind of, um, is it Middlesbrough who have banned the smoke bombs and vapes in stadiums as well? Okay. I think, it, I think it could be Middlesbrough who have just started. I'm obviously I'm not too sure. I would probably have to double check, but there has been something recently on social media. Yeah, I just feel like it's getting mm. worse, and I don't know why. I think, but I just I feel like, and then the stewards and stuff think you're the one that's thrown it because it's next to you and yeah. I'm like but it isn't and I don't want to get risk kicking out because someone else has thrown it and it's just landed near me because yeah that's not fair is it like why should I be punished for something I haven't done not saying that everyone does it there's only the odd one or two that do it I don't know who they are I've never met them or spoke to them so I don't even know what they look like or anything but yeah I've, it's always the same people or person that does it every away game I've noticed mm. I would say because it always comes from the back like a similar area which is like joined with the whole I don't like going at the back sort of situation right I see so they kind of go hand in hand I guess yeah um, from my point of view anyway people might disagree with me but that's just how I feel it is anyway no no it's your opinion um honestly that's what this is for you know you can say whatever you say whatever you want um I've done a couple of away games but not many with Hull City and my last away game was the Stoke game and I don't recall seeing any there but I do know that a lot of the other clubs um, they do tend to use quite a lot and there was something online I don't know if it was I'm just trying to think if it was maybe the Rochdale someone someone, anyway somebody who um, has connections with the campaign one of their friends got one of them smoke bomb things and she started having a seizure Um yeah I think she's okay now bless her but yeah she has connections with the campaign and when we all found that out that was that was scary because obviously like you said people don't know what underlying health conditions people have and and things like that and yeah you know from top of the stadium it might look good to see it down and you've got your pitch and everything but those people who it's going near you know you, you don't know who or how it could affect them I know there was one game my brother went to. I didn't go. I think it was Sheffield away. Yeah. And they let one off, like, but in the foyer bit where the, the food and drink stands are. Like, the, there is. And 
and they set the fire alarm or smoke alarm off or something and then they had to close this was before the game as well they weren't allowed to buy anything from the the people because they closed them all down because they thought it was like a genuine like fire or something so yeah. that just ruined the whole game for every single fan there because they couldn't buy their match day pints do you know what I mean yeah they yeah they couldn't even get a bottle of water and that like children and people with like you know who might have diabetes or something I mean you'd hope they've got their own like source of the water or something but you can't guarantee that and they might need to go and get something to eat quickly like a you know chocolate bar or something or just even some water or some juice and then they can't even have that yeah I know you're not allowed to bring you you're not really allowed to bring you I don't know if it's the same when you're diabetic I know that um a lot of stadiums don't let you bring your own drinks and not even bottles of water do they I know that I've had I've had bottles of water confiscated especially when like even when my little girl's been holding a bottle of water it's been confiscated or if it's been like in a personal bottle they've had to like unscrew it pour the water out and then say you know refill it inside yeah it's just unnecessary isn't it so mm. like it's, it's just another thing that just makes it uncomfortable for other people and they yeah. don't even think about that either so I think it's, people need to be more aware of what their actions might cause like consequence wise and who they're actually affecting because they're not just affecting themselves and obviously yeah. if they land on the pitch as well it's affecting the players and they might have to stop the game briefly because of it and it's just a waste of time for everyone so you're not wrong yeah one thing that we've we've done is we um teamed up with british transport police and we've also teamed up with what we're called it's the fpu i think it's the footballing policing unit and uh also kick it out i don't know if you're familiar with kick it out a lot of clubs kind of have got like a a partnership link with them um so we're kind of working with them basically to try and stop just things like this but obviously with this campaign we I don't think there's much really we can do in sense of like when it comes to um like flares and what have you I think we just kind of tackled you know the comments that women will face and like actions we did a a survey actually I think it was I don't know if it was last year or the year before and we wanted to hear people's experiences like within what abuse they might have had within football and even we were surprised but it's not even just verbal abuse that women get like um I won't say any names but someone who we know on the campaign she was actually like subjected to physical abuse as well and I'm someone else on one of the there's a quote about it and I'm sure it's on our social media and they also was um like threatened to be sexually assaulted as well by like the away fans and it seems like this is something that people don't even think about when they think about like stuff like what the campaign are trying to prevent but this is this is real like this happens and not everybody realizes it and this is what we're trying to you know kind of make people aware of so that we're like even when you're walking if someone says like i don't know get your tits out or starts chanting it if you're working with a child as well, like not only do you feel uncomfortable, but you feel uncomfortable that that child is listening. And if you're working with like a little boy and, you know, he sees a grown man chanting that when he goes to football when he's older, if he continues going, he might think that that's the way to behave. And it's it's obviously not okay. And this is what we need to kind of work together to, to put a stop to. And thankfully, um, our hopes are that seeing people like famous footballers wearing the logo and stuff that might encourage like 
the younger generation to kind of look up because obviously these are their idols, aren't they? So if they're going to see like their idols wearing something like this, they might think, oh, you know, what do they do? What's that? What they're wearing? What's that for? And then if you say, oh, well, you know, they support women, you know, they are happy for, for girls to attend football games, then they might think, oh, actually, yeah, you know, I, I support girls. Do, do you know what I mean? Things like that. I so. don't think it helps like when like in Premier League and they have like I saw it the other day um and Harry Kane in the England game he brought his little girl out onto the pitch you know on the walk oh thing. yeah and yeah I, that was so lovely to see like his own child yeah. as well and um you know maybe she'll get involved when she's older if she likes football yeah around. well Kate Kane his wife um Kate and Harry used to play football when they were younger I'm sure they was on the same football team um I'm pretty sure that could be actually how they met. There's a picture and it, it surfaces. It surfaces every now and then, actually. And it's like those two and then David Beckham's in the middle. <laughs> and them two are really young in it. Yeah, and obviously now she's she's his wife and they've got two little girls themselves and like a little boy. And obviously that's big footsteps for them to go into if any of them three want to go into football. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be so nice. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just nice seeing like the girl, little girls walking out with their like, you know, especially Premier League idols or like their UK, yeah, yeah England national, sorry, not UK, England national team idols or even like other country idols. And the way they look up at them is just like, wow, I, I'm really here with you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like amazing, this amazing famous footballer. And I, <laughs> and I can't even imagine what that's like, but I wish I had that chance when I was little. I think I would have really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, a, mas- like a, a match day mascot yeah I think I think if more girl, little girls can do that as well I think it will open our eyes to the games as well oh um, definitely I they're pretty good with like their little I, think I do like little days where little youngsters little youngsters like you know my little boy's age is like eight can yeah. go and like have a kick around and stuff and a lot of them in the photos I saw were little girls as well which was really good I thought um yeah yeah that's also just like promoting that they do this as well to help um girls get into football and stuff and obviously at school we used to play it but only like once a year like yeah. one term a year that was like because we literally never played football no we were always stuck with like hockey and netball and yeah tennis. and I hated tennis and stuff like that <laughs> we used to play rounders and you know football but we didn't really get the chance and I think that's why I never really got into it as like yeah. a proper sport um because we just weren't given the opportunity and I don't even know I'm sure they probably do it now but this was like 10 years ago when I left school so yeah they probably do it a lot more now than they used to but I don't even remember if we had a you know ladies football team after school I think it was just hockey and netball again yeah um obviously there was like local teams and stuff but I didn't really know enough about them I just don't think there's enough awareness of them like it might be different like from where I live to other places but you don't really hear a lot about women's football leagues or anything, you know, like five Yeah, you don't really. You don't hear anything at all. Like, yeah. I always see the men's ones advertised, but never the women's. Yeah. just don't know if people aren't going or they just don't talk about it or anything like that. So I think if, if we're able to, you know, sort of maybe, I don't know, not team up with them, but sort of share their posts and stuff and say, oh, this is... Yeah, yeah, this is actually what... Yeah, this is actually what Hair Game 2 do. So on our um, social media, so like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, things like that, we have so much content um, because we support a lot. I think we've definitely got over 100 grassroots partnerships and a lot of those are female teams. And we actually um, 
we did like uh well, we managed to raise um a generous amount of money and we donate the money like into getting like football kits and stuff or like we'll get like cones or you know provide like flags or just things like that or water bottles and like obviously we're a non-profit organization so any money that we do get from like even selling like like I've got the hair game to hoodie on at the minute. Obviously, people who are just listening on the audio, you you guys won't see. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, so like any profits or whatever that we do make, it all goes into like a pot and uh, like a bit further down the line, we can we tend to like spend it on those on yeah. on football like teams for little girls and and what have you. And um, as you was mentioned, like the education side of it, like at schools, this is also something that we've started to touch base with. Um, so we have actually linked up with a couple of schools now. And, you know, we go in with, we've got like this document that we'll play and we was linking up with a few organisations who help us with it. We kind of explain obviously not only like what we do, but what kind of benefits that they might get from it as well obviously like yeah it's great for your physical education and like your fitness and stuff but I think for a lot of girls it like when you're at that age and you want to play football but there isn't many girls who want to do it with you knowing that you've got that kind of support group or like knowing that there's other teams out there that would be happy to have you like join with them that's going to be such like a big relief I guess in a way as well because obviously, like you say, like when we were younger, even when I was younger, like there wasn't many at all. I know so many girls now who probably would be in like a ladies' football team now that when we were younger, they would have been probably the only girl on the squad. They would have been in an all boys team. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, yeah, it's definitely something that this is something that we are trying to work with. It's like um, going back to when we were talking about the male-dominated industry, like workplaces, we've teamed up with, um, what's the campaign called? Uh, the organization i think it's called menopause in work and basically we've kind of we're working with those to go into these um these places and educate them like the men at these places so that way they know how to support the females like their female staff so like like especially when they're going through menopause or pregnancy or or anything like that or if they even want to talk about football for example or anything you know we're more than happy to have that kind of those other connections that can help us like do this and get the word out as well 
so that's really good there is a lot of things that we are trying to you know tackle yeah. through this but obviously unfortunately things don't just happen overnight <laughs> I know. slow progress but in the long run it'll be better for everyone really oh definitely like the campaigns hit off so much from when it first started like even there was 13 um founders to begin with and there's absolutely like they even now they're like it's such a pinch me moment to look at where we are now compared to whereabouts we was in 2021 you know when um when the original ladies who put the the campaign together like even amazes them so it's definitely it's coming a lot like it's progressing I should say a lot faster than what we anticipated it to but we're happy we're happy about this so it's really good would you um have any advice kind of like either to your younger self or to any viewers who are kind of tuning in who would maybe like to to get into football or anything like that like if you've got any advice to those yeah I would just say go for it because yeah you, you won't know until you try it and if you can like not even just proof yourself but proof to other people that especially other females that you can do it and you will do yeah. it and nothing's going to stop you I think that's the main thing like maybe if I if I could go back to high school and actually you know play properly then maybe I would not saying I'd be any good but you never know <laughs> I would be actually like a either just like amateur or semi-footballer now I don't know but yeah again if I had the opportunity maybe I would have done that and I just think people shouldn't be embarrassed about wanting to do it and like standing up for themselves to say look I'm going to do this whether yeah. it's their parents their friends and sort of who look down at it and say oh but you're a girl you can't do this or yeah. you're a girl you shouldn't be playing football or you don't know anything about football well you just say well here's what I do know and this is what I'm going to do and just go for it um I think a lot of life is around that sort of mate um like sort of the phrase uh mindset sorry and yeah. like just do what you want and you know if you've got a dream and your dream is to be a female footballer then go for it I mean look at all the, the lionesses they all started off you know in school probably or college and and now they they speak about how how proud of themselves they are and they should be because they've achieved so much in the past few years especially you know the euros and stuff and I actually yeah. watched the the lionesses games when it was at the bet 365 in Stoke and I think they won like 10, 10 nil or 10 one. And I was just like, mind I actually remember that result coming in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, Jill Scott being an I'm a celebrity, that's actually really helped, I think, as well. I think that was it's huge. Yeah. Reality, reality TV is so a load of rubbish. But people forget <laughs> just normal people, though. And there's some yeah. people with lives and occupations. And she won. Obviously, that was great for for well women in general and also for female football because she sort of made more of a name for it now I think somehow just by being on that show and she's talked about even now and it was like last year she's still being talked about about it and I've seen a pop-up here and there on like punditry and stuff yeah I think I was watching the England game on channel four last week or something and she was there just on the pitch like having (laughs) a Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's Jill. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly amazing, isn't it, to see all these female commentators and presenters and even the football players, like you said, Jill, like just getting involved in things. It's definitely, it makes a big difference, doesn't it, from when we was growing up and watching telly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think a big, a massive role model as well, like an inspiration to a lot of um, 
females who want to kind of get into that kind of industry as well are people like Laura Woods and Alex Scott and I love Alex Scott yeah she's great <laughs> yeah she I is yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, commentary and and she's on isn't she on she's on the FIFA 23 game as well as a commentator on now I think oh is she um, so that's another thing as well like it's obviously been recognized by games as well that women yeah yeah have- on like FIFA and stuff, women's football now on FIFA. I think it's only been on since last year, and the it's huge. Yeah, no, I that was like I thought that was a really big, big milestone for them. But I'm just surprised it took this long to get it on there, really. But yeah, better late than never. It can happen, and yeah. as long as people believe in themselves and believe in the game and what they can achieve and and their team can achieve then that's the main thing like they can just move on and go forward and ignore all the people that disagree or you know or just have horrible things to say about it and they can just prove people wrong and I think that's so powerful in its own right yeah I completely agree on my own or with this team and if I hadn't done it in the first place then I wouldn't have known any different Um, I kind of wish I took my own own (laughs) advice sometimes but (laughs) Oh, well this is this is exactly what it's about like obviously like you say you wish that you took your advice hopefully someone's listening in and if they want to get their daughter or, or even themselves involved then they'll listen to your advice and hopefully they'll take it as well yeah definitely I mean I don't think I'd be as much into football without my brothers to be fair my dad yeah so, yeah my dad and my brothers are a big influence as to why I'm so passionate about it as well so I'd, I kind of like kind of thank them for it in a way, which sounds yeah. really weird. I probably could have found it on my own, but I don't think I'd be as into it as I was without their input yeah. and sort of encouragement. And obviously, they're the ones that asked if I wanted to go to games, and they're mm. the ones that encouraged me to go to games with them and say, "Oh, too far yeah. to this game." And obviously, I'm like, if I'm available, then yes, definitely, please. <laughs> and I just think I think as long as you go into that like game as a as a fan and you're with people that support you and support your like love of football then yeah yeah and I think yeah you can obviously discuss the game with them and stuff afterwards which is really nice and things so I think it does yeah definitely like I'll try explaining things to to my daughter and obviously she's five so she gets she understands the basics if I'm like oh yeah we've won she's like she gets really excited but if I was to go into like like tactics and talk about like how we won or even just naming players to where it goes right over her head at the minute <laughs> so it is nice to have that kind of um that social aspect where you have got like an, another adult that you can communicate with about about the sport and stuff I use it as like a talking point to actually get to know people as well um, yeah yeah I do yeah. <laughs> so I'm like um if I've met somebody so like I don't know in a bar or cafe or something and yeah, yeah like start talking to me and then we just start talking around stuff and likes and dislikes stuff like oh yeah I'm actually really into football and then at first especially their guys they'll look at you like um okay <laughs> yeah. and then once you start saying oh yeah but I've been to this ground this ground you know these are my favorite players oh I was around when this player was there and all this stuff yeah. and they're like almost like mind blown that you know this information about football yeah and a lot of the time they're like wow that's really cool like I'm impressed by it and all yeah, the time yeah. it's like eh. I'm not really sure what to make of this situation. Like, why does she yeah. know about it? And and obviously that's the whole like mindset of people thinking, oh, women don't know this, that, or the other about football. But sometimes I feel like I know more than other people do. <laughs> and I've been to more <laughs> games than they have and grounds and stuff. And I quite like that sort of uh It's nice to kind of have that confidence about yourself as well, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. 
yeah definitely it probably sounds a bit boastful but you know no no honestly go for it if if you're honestly if you've got a passion about something I say go for it like I used to um I think it was maybe two seasons ago yeah yeah it was yeah two seasons ago now I used to have my own podcast and I would do this every week or I would channel hop so like my friends who do they have their own podcasts and stuff like I would go on to theirs and sometimes oh my gosh I'd I'd be on like maybe three podcasts a week and I I would have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about I would just be on and they just first stuff at me and you know you just come out with it you just say your opinion and that's one thing that I used to love like just being able to actually communicate with someone and and just have that kind of that talk with them it is it's really nice isn't it it's quite I think it's quite refreshing as well especially when like friends don't have that kind of um that interest what you do like being able to talk to people who do have like common ground with you I think that's that it is it's a big fresher not fresher fresher breath of fresh air <laughs> yeah it's, it's really nice oh, I'm second I keep changing the um the little banner thing at the bottom but I thought I'll uh I'll put this one on. So for anyone who is just listening and not watching, it says this podcast is brought in collaboration with Hull and Back Podcast to spread awareness about what the campaign entails. Hagen 2 aims to eradicate sexism within sport. Comment any questions. So um, that basically just sums up really like what we're doing here. And as it states, obviously, if anyone wants to get involved or does have anything that they kind of want to, to add or if they have any response to anything that either myself or Abby have said on this, like by all means, put your opinions in the comments below or you can email me directly if you want to get involved. This is something that I am going to um, be making either a fortnightly thing or like a monthly thing. I've not yet decided. Um, but we're going to hopefully go into live streaming one day when it comes to it. But at the minute, we're just kind of going to do pre-recorded obviously it kind of works better with availability especially since I've got like two little children who just run riot about the house so I, can, <laughs> I try and do my streams when I when I don't have them around <laughs> but, but yeah if anyone wants to get involved and um, by all means email me at kersthgt at gmail.com or you can get in touch with the Hull and Back podcast and the guys on there can either pass things along or they can help get things organized as well but yeah I just want to say like a massive thank you, Abby, for for coming on. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed it. Yeah, I know it's that... been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been nice being able to talk to you and hear your side of it, and like getting your perspective as well about being a woman within the sport. But yeah, um, I do mean it as well. Like, if ever you do want to come to a game, or if ever you've got any away games or anything like that in mind, and your brother or your dad can't attend. By all means, pop me a message. Away games, I do tend to do quite a lot of. Um, I'm going to hopefully do the Luton game. I don't know if you'll be going to that one. I don't know when that is. I think. Um, <laughs> it's in May. I think it's after the Kings. Um, um, King. Okay, yeah, I might go to that then. I've got like st- I can't go to any games in April because I've got like two weddings in one week. So. Oh <laughs> wow! Busy months for me, April. So I can't go to the game on the 22nd or the 29th. Yeah. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to get to one before the end of the season because it's going to be a long wait otherwise until uh, like yeah. in person. Um, I know we've got the Euros and stuff to watch on TV, but it's not quite the same, is it? <laughs> no, it's always good when you can watch your club. 
but yeah if ever you want to come up and you can get here by all means swing me a message or or jeff or amy or bobby and if we're available we're more than happy but chances are i'm literally free pretty much every home game there's always seats obviously barring this Rotherham game there's always seats available and you're more than happy to sit with me and my daughter and you'll be happy as well to know it's obviously within the family stand we do sit quite near the bottom as well and we're not even near the middle of our row we are pretty close to the pitch because my daughter's the same like she's um she's very small for her age and she doesn't like like when everyone gets up and they start clapping and stuff or like even if I start like singing or shouting she's like mummy and I'm like oh sorry (laughs) so yeah you're more than welcome to join us Oh, great thank you so much <laughs> oh no it's all right and yeah just a massive thank you to anyone who has tuned in and um, who has even listened this far and a big 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 shout out to the guys um at the hull and back channel for giving us this platform and again to my amazing team at her game too for just making all of this happen so yeah thank you all very much Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.